Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular, the Human Wizard. Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Burns. Hi, this is John, a.k.a. That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was in fact raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf archer and the viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. After reaching the keep, the party is updated on the cultist attack by the governor and his advisors. They agree to go with Terrace and clear out the hidden causeway to allow a secret passage for fleeing townsfolk. After clearing out a huge beetle attack, they snuck to the entrance, where they managed to overhear a conversation between a few of the leaders of the cult and the adult blue dragon Thontorvac, who is apparently an unwilling participant in the attack. Now they race for the Running King Tavern, where they believe Dorveen may be in dire danger. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, aka Obocrazy, and I've gone back to the Whitmer Brothers Hefeweizen, because that's what I had in the fridge. Carlton, what are you drinking? I've got two Ruby Redbirds by Shiner. <laughs> two, because Carlton... Likes to double fist. Travancore, what are you drinking? I got two drinks today. First one is a bottle of Familier Bouchier Rosé d'Anjou. And the second one is Evil Genius Beer Company's Mango Wit Ale. Ooh. Ooh, mixing wine I like the stuff with ale. Jonathan, what are you drinking? So, all right. There's a little bit of a story on my drink, so I will tell it. I decided to try something. I got some whipped cream vodka the other day, and I was like, huh, you know what sounds like it would be good with whipped cream vodka? Orange juice, because then it becomes like an orange popsicle. So that's what I've done, and I call it an orange boosicle. Why not, like, Fanta? Boo! <laughs> I have actually heard oh, of... Oh, God, um, that's the worst. Uh, of, uh, of recipes where you put in, like, ginger ale or orange soda to add fizziness. And I haven't done that. I haven't tried that yet, but I definitely am, am down. Also, whipped cream vodka is the most basic, bitchiest drink you could buy. <laughs> it's good, though. Let me tell you what. That shit is yummy. It's good, bitchy. Basic, but not ratchet. Bernie, what are you drinking? I don't know <laughs> if you can say either of those words. <laughs> um, I thought all I had in the house was Blue Moon, and then sitting in our pantry, I found um, two bottles of the Mother Earth Brewery. So I have one of those in the fridge right now, and I'm drinking Blue Moon until that gets cold enough for me to drink. Well, your characters are currently on the way to the Running King, probably not to drink. Are we running to the Running King? But Damn I'll it, you beat me by like three seconds. <laughs> so that was actually going to be my question is, are you guys just running to the Running King or are you going to try to be stealthy? I mean, let's just go. Let's just no go. Time. I, see. I don't know if we have time for stealth. Can we run with caution? Is that a thing? I mean, like, I'm going to be, like, waddling after them. Well, you can hop in the basket. Well, I get, no, because you guys know I can't. Because I remember what happened after last time. And I do recall that you two assholes just took off and left Travancore and I on top of a hill trying to figure out what was happening next. So, no, there is no basket for me to hop in. Right. I wouldn't have left you behind if you were in the basket. Uh, No, I wasn't in the basket because we were in a fucking sewer. So, get some continuity, Carlton. But... No, I will actually, say, at the end of the last episode, they started to run off, and Travancore did a, a nature check to try to track where the two the two people you heard talking above you, two Thuntervac, uh, where they had gone to, and Bernie was going, wait, 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 everyone wait, 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 wait. So Carlton and Jonathan stopped, and they are oh. about 25 to 30 feet away, 
anxious to get running. They waited the 20 seconds it basically took for Travancore to figure out, you know, where those guys had gone and for you all to decide that, yes, you're going to continue to the running king. So if you would like to hop in the basket, he's only about 25 feet away if he doesn't move. If you would like to move quickly and still try to stealth, I'll let you do that. I'd want stealth checks from everybody with disadvantage. Oh, boy. Nope. <laughs> nope. I will hop in the basket. <laughs> All right, so go. that way you can at least keep pace with us. Yes. And actually, theoretically, I'm not waddling because I'm actually just proportioned downward. So I could run yeah, pretty you're, fast, Yeah, it's probably. not like you're you're a little person. You're a little person. Like, you're just, yeah, yeah everything's proportionate. I'm proportionate. All so right, what so are we Bernie doing? Bernie hops in the basket. Do I need to do a stealth check? Everybody roll a stealth check. With disadvantage. Bernie, you being in the basket on Carlton's back basically just means you can keep up, but you still need to be quiet. Okay, Carlton, what'd you get? 21 and a 10, so that'll be the 10. 10 total. Okay, Travancore? Thankfully, Travancore is very stealthy. He got an 18 and a 17 with his bonuses, so... How stealthy 17. is... Oh, wait, Shadow is... We don't have Shadow. Shadow luckily rolled very, very well, so he got a 19 for his first roll and a 17 for, for his second, so also 17. All right. Jonathan, how about you? I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> and Bernie. I got a six. It's hard to be stealthy in a fucking basket. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing that again. Travancore, you look back as you and Shadow dart from alleyway to alleyway, down muddy side streets, heading unerringly for the Running King, knowing exactly where you're going, just almost prenaturally aware of what is going on around you and how quiet the two of you can be, only to look back and see Bernie, for reasons you don't understand, panting in the back of Carlton's basket, despite the fact that she is riding in the basket. (laughs) (laughs) I had to climb all the way up here. It's really hard to climb all the way up here. Oh my god. (laughs) You guys dart around. You guys are kind of on the edge of the the town right now and managed to stay mostly out of sight as you slowly head around towards where the taverns are, which are towards where most of the houses are. And you can see as you pass by most of the residential area that this has already been mostly ransacked. You're seeing doors have already been broken into. A couple of the houses seem to be already uh, not only have been set on fire, but in the process of being put out since this attack has been going on for a little while. And lucky enough, you don't come across too many patrols. You're able to, thanks to Travancore and Shadow kind of darting ahead and alerting you, stay off the main roadways, duck between these houses. Uh, You see some cobalts in the distance. They seem to be headed towards the main part of town. As you approach the Running King, you can see two different things happening. On the left side of the street is the Running King, and in front of that are several figures. First is the tall, imposing figure of Dorveen. She is standing, staff in one hand, shouting something that you can't quite hear because of the distance, and also it seems to be in a language that you might not understand. Next to her is Ansara, currently on the ground, tearing into the body of something and at the moment all of you are kind of happy that you're far enough away that you can't make out any details because it looks horrific behind them standing in the doorway is soria the aracoker bard is currently strumming on a lute singing at the top of her lungs once again you can't quite make out the words you can hear the tune kind of bouncing off the houses in front of you and it seems to be doing something but you're not exactly sure what In front of them are five different figures. All of them seem to be cobalts because of their relation to what or who they're attacking. And they keep trying to advance. And every time they do, Dorveen brings her staff down, wrapping it on the ground sharply. And dark purple electricity surrounds the top of her staff and arcs out zapping into one of them and making them scream in horror. That's on the left side of the street. On the right side of the street, you can see another party of figures. It's a much tighter melee, four or five different humanoid figures, some of them in the the dark outfits of the cult. 
there's a couple of what looks like townspeople. One of them is on the ground. The other one is being tended to by um, someone else. And there's a third figure standing above them with a bow and arrow drawn, just firing repeatedly into this crowd. And there's another figure next to them currently attacking everyone near them. You can't make out the details because it's such a blur of movement. You'd have to get closer. At the moment, nobody sees you. There's just, they're about 100, 150 feet away, far enough that you can make out these details, but not close enough that you really can get any more than that. What would you like to do? Charge! If we charge yes. to the center of the street, would we have flanking on both left and right? It depends on what happens when you get there and who's doing what. I want to be like, Soria, there's a dragon coming to eat you. Because there's a dragon coming to eat to eat her, right? That's what we overheard. Not Soria. No, Dorveen. <laughs> Whoops. It'll probably eat the bird too. <laughs> well, you know, poultry. So you guys are going to head towards the Running King side of the street? Onward. Yeah, we'll 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 join uh, we up. We got Vigor left or right. Uh Running King or Melee. Well, I say we group up uh Avenger style with all the other Avengers on our side. We're avenging this goddamn town with the Bird Bard and the Wizard or yeah. the Warlock. Yeah. All right. We're going to head to everybody in agreement to Running King. Running King. I look King. up to Bernie. I'm like, hey, you cool with Running King, little bro? Yes. And and Terrace will just follow you whichever way you go. She just wants to attack right, something. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna go towards Running King. Yeah. Okay. You charge in that direction. Bernie, are you staying in the basket? I'm in the basket as of now. I'll probably get out of the basket when we get where we're going. Okay. It's only about 100 yards away as you get within about, let's say, 35... 40 feet of of this melee you can now see a little bit more uh detail the figures on the right side of the street clarify they're about 60 to 70 feet away they're way over on the other side of the street kind of in amongst some of the the other taverns there and you actually notice leosian in the (gasps) fight uh, there's a four or five humans, there's leosian, there's a figure on the ground that uh, I need uh, everybody to roll perception checks to see if they can see. Carlton? A 13. Travancore? 20, but not natural. Jonathan? 17. Bernie? 23. Okay, Carlton, you've been given the order to go attack the people who are attacking Dorveen and Ansara and uh, Soria. And so you don't care what's going on over on the other side of the street. The rest of you, as you rush forward, notice, not only notice that it's Leosian and a, a couple of these cultists, the woman standing above the figures knelt on the ground is actually Leia. She's the one with the bow and the arrow just pelting into these guys. The figure kneeling on the ground over the the form on the ground you don't recognize, but the bleeding form on the ground is Jack. He does seem to have a wound in his side. He is alive, but he is uh, groaning in pain. And as you guys rush forward, you go bursting into the cobalts, and I need you all to roll initiative. As we uh, as we get up onto Dorveen and Co, I kind of kneel down to let Bernie hop out. I hop out. Travancore, what's your initiative? Ten. Harris is gonna roll a twelve. Carlton. My initiative was sixteen. And Jonathan. Twelve. <laughs> and you're probably going first. Do you have any dexterity bonus? Uh two. Then you're definitely going before Terrace. She has nothing. Bernie, what's your initiative? I got a fifteen. All right, let's see. Carlton, you are actually the first to act. So you see in front of you three more heavily armored kobolds still trying to advance on Dorvina and on Sarah. You see this other winged one towards the back shouting out orders. What would you like to do? Uh, the one that's directly in front of Dorvine, I'm gonna, on that diagonal, I'm going to run up on it and I'm going to try to attack it with my axe. All right. 19. Uh, that definitely hits. And then I will hit for... Fuck. Nah, one, so that's a six. All right. As you run up, you notice that these frontline guys are already pretty hurt. As you sink your axe into this one, um, he's already bleeding from a couple of of burn marks, but um, it doesn't quite do enough damage to completely take him down. And after after my axe, I kind of pull it back out. I look over to Dorvina and I give her the little sup head nod. Like, 
Yo, sup? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is her turn. She is going to look at you and glare at you. And part of it is because she's got the arcane staff just crackling with this dark energy. And she is currently in the middle of this battle. But you get the sense she's just pissed. And she immediately looks back at the kobolds in front of her and more lightning comes out of her staff. And it's on the, not the one that's you've attacked, but the one next to it. She's only going to manage to do two lightning damage on it, but it's still looking like it's got, it's got a couple of burn marks on it already. On Sarah is going to then pounce on the one over to her left and is going to protect her mistress. Wait, is Dorvin the fire thingy with firearms? Yes, Dorvin yes. is a tiefling and she is currently she currently doesn't have any fire going on. Her staff has uh, this dark purple lightning cackling around the top of it, but you do see her eyes have gone completely black and it's almost like there are flames just licking at the, the the corners of her eyes. Well, that's scary as fuck. She is going to make two attacks on this thing. That's going to miss. That's going to hit. So the bite misses, but the claws sink in and do six damage on this guy. And he also looks pretty hurt and he looks a bit shaky. Uh, Soria is going to continue to sing. And now that you guys are close enough, she is actually, uh, you can hear, and while you don't understand her words, all of a sudden you feel inspired in a way. Um, so all of you are now inspired. You can take a d6 inspiration, and you can use that either on the next time you attack on a skill check or on a save, not damage. And you can use that any time in the next minute of game time. Bernie, it is your turn. What would you like to do? I'm going to delay my turn. Okay. It is the the Cobalt's turn. One of them, actually two of them are on Carlton because this guy is going to come around and help out his friend. Come at me, bro. Carlton, you notice as they come at you, they seem to be squinting and in pain. And you're. it's not just from wounds. It's It's almost as though they are shying away from the sunlight. And so both of them are going to swing at you with their axes. <laughs> First one is going to miss with, I'm sure that's going to miss. It's a five. Second one uh, misses with a nine. Third one's going after on Sarah. And a six is going to miss her. So they all completely fail miserably. And Jonathan, it's your turn. All right. Let's do this. I'm going to cast a flaming sphere. Oh, right, right. So what's this other thing over here on the right? That's the one calling the shots. That's the winged kobold. So let's put the flaming sphere over on the other side of Carlton Tanks then. Okay. And I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to swing it around <laughs> and slam the one that Carlton is not flanking with the okay. deal. Even though he doesn't get flanking, I know, but, but I'm just going to get... I've actually, and I'm, I'm going to put it at the, I, when I move it, I'm going to put it at the corner of the, of that top cobalt there. And then, uh, he needs to make a deck saving throw of 15 or die your choice. He failed miserably. So you get to do damage. Yay. Ugh, five damage. Okay. On, on that one. He screams, and but he is just hanging on by a thread. He is still barely alive. Anything else? I'm gonna move next to next to Dorveen. Okay, right, okay. right there. And I'm gonna say we came as quick as we could. And she is going to kind of look over her shoulder as you run and up, and is gonna hiss at you. Where have you been? And then bring her attention back to the cobalt. It is. Terrace's turn. Terrace, seeing that these other cobalts are taken care of, is going to run up to the winged one and is going to attempt to hit it. Terrace is going to hit it with a 16 and is going to do... is going to do 8 
damage on it and it seems a little hurt and now it is much more hurt uh travancore it is shadow and your turn it is back to the the top what would you like to do i want to go oh you want to go now i want to drop in yeah what would you like to do i want to cast sacred flame on the one that carlton's next to okay that's a dex saving throw uh, so that's going to be a five. So that's probably not going to do it. Not going to do roll it. Roll damage. It's a D8. <laughs> oh. That's a one point of damage, my friends. It hits it and you see it flinch, but it still stays standing. I want to wave. And, it- and I'm like, hi. <laughs> I appreciate the attempt, little buddy. <laughs> to be fair, I'm glad that one didn't die because now Shadow can come up and get two attacks with advantage. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, Shadow is going to do exactly that. He's going to move up to the one who's across from Carlton, and he's going to do his patented multi-attack. All right, go First for it. First bite. Patent pending. Oh, Ugh. God. That's a six, but it's a natural one, so I'm guessing that's no good. Good thing you get to re-roll. It's advantage. That's right. Let's see here. 14. That does not hit. Wow. These guys seem okay. to be a bit more armored than some of the other cobalts that you've run into. Go ahead and do a second attack. All right, let's see here. 24, and I'll crit fish, because... Okay, yeah, 24. All right, go ahead and roll damage. Eight damage. It's a good thing someone's rolling well tonight. (laughs) Shadow swipes at the back of this thing's head, catching it just under the the skull, where the skull and the, the neck meet, and just scalps this thing from behind, and it drops to the ground dead. Oh, Shadow does an up head nod the way Carlton did the head nod at um, Dorveen, just because Carlton's clearly his hero now. Good job, Bear Buddy. <laughs> Dorveen notices Shadow slaughter this cobalt, and in between concentrating on her arcane lightning and the weird black glaze over her, her eyes, you could swear that she nods back. It is now the winged cobalt's turn. It is going to turn to Terrace. It's also kind of got this squinty look on its face, and it is unhappy. Jonathan, out of the nothingness, you see a very familiar flaming sphere appear. Oh, shit. This cobalt is chanting under its breath. You see this thing appear, and it is now going to do a similar attack that you saw on Terrace. So she is going to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, ooh. Fucking save? Fucking save? Actually, no, she does not save. Her dexterity is a zero, and she does not make it. So she is going to take some fire damage. Oh, jeez. Oh, thank God. His flaming sphere is not as powerful as yours, and so Terrace is only going to take two points of fire damage. And with that, it is Carlton's turn. What would you like to do? It's okay, buddy. Not everyone's balls can be this big. Uh, I'm going to basically run up the path that I'm in so that they don't get advantage to be on the diagonal with Shadow. And then I'm going to go uh, swinging away. Okay. 25 and crit fish. Nope. Uh, So I see the, you know, he tried to attack me earlier with his little axe. And I'm like, that's not an axe. This is an ox. Uh, And it's going to hit for 11. Your axe sinks into this thing's shoulder right where the two bits of armor meet and just drills down into his flesh. And when you pull the axe out, it is dead. It is Dorvin's turn. She is going to turn on the one that is currently attacking on Sarah. And she is going to once again call forth her lightning and do not a lot of damage. Uh, on Sarah is going to try to finish it off and is going to hit. <laughs> and with a claw swipe manages to take this guy out. Soria is going to stay back for the moment. So Bernie, it is your turn. There is just the winged cobalt left. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the winged cobalt because I'm not going to waste some spell slots on this asshole. All right. Well, with a six, I don't think he makes it. No, that's not going to do it. A four. All right. It slams into its chest and there is now kind of this radiant glow around its chest and it sneers. Um, It is... And I want to go, I can also make a fireball (laughs) on you. Um, it doesn't pay any attention to you, but it is Jonathan's turn. What would you like to do? All right. I am going to slam my, uh, my flaming sphere right to where, okay. So if I, if I move it, 
Can I instantly, after it's done damage, end my concentration? Yeah, you can end your concentration on any spell at any time. Okay, so here's how this is going to work. Even though it's 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 serial, it, it's all happening at the same time. So the flaming sphere is going to swing around and slam into the the guy. Yeah, right there is fine. Okay, and then I am going. So it's going to need to make a deck saving throw. All right. Ah. Uh, fourteen. Eat a dick. <laughs> More like eat a flaming sphere. Eat flaming ball. Eat a flaming sphere, dick. So it's going to take six damage. Okay. I immediate, I move to flank with our dwarven friend. And then as I'm passing through my sphere, I dismiss it. So I kind of like jump through and then I whack it with my staff. All right. So your flaming sphere is dissolved. I fail my attacks. <laughs> I rolled a one and a three with advantage. You have your inspiration. Uh so it looked awesome, but was ultimately ineffective. Terrace is going to try to hit this thing. Oh, but with a nine, she is going to miss. She is going to stay there to continue to offer flanking. She's going to and she's going to roll again. Damage, because she has advantage. Oh, she yeah, does. She You're twice. right. Boom! Natural twenty. Drink, drink. <laughs> Everybody, drink. This is why we check for advantage. <laughs> All right. Terrace is inspired by her friend on the other side of the winged kobold. So she is going to go ahead and do... Um, how would you like Terrace to do this? <laughs> so, all right. So as Jonathan the Magimuscular, like, leaps through his own flaming sphere, he, like, swings his staff, and he swings above the guy's head. Like, so the kobold just, like, kind of ducks it. And he turns around and goes, ha! <laughs> And as he does that, Terra sees an opening, and as the cobalt comes around, he's like, oh, and she puts it square in his bread basket. So much so that he coughs up so much blood, it's it it would be funny if it were not really, really disgusting. Can you do that thing again? Can you do that? <laughs> and that's exactly what it sounds like, and it is epic and amazing. And she just slaughters this thing. And then and manages to do it so quickly that she doesn't even take damage from the flaming sphere behind her. So you guys are not quite yet out of initiative. Uh, you've oh, slaughtered these kobolds shit. that are around you. But as this guy drops and you take a second to take in the sights, you hear Doravine now loudly say, Where in the nine hells have you been? Get over... No, wait, don't get over here. Get over there. And she points to the other side of the street where this fight has been going on across the street. You see now very clearly Leogen still trying to hold off four different cultists and Leia still with the bow and arrow trying to hit these guys. What would you like to do? Let's head in that direction. Charge! All right. Charge! Yes, that. Dorvine is going to charge on over with you as well as Terrace and uh, on Sarah's Soria is going to stay behind and guard the running king. Okay, I need everybody to roll more initiative. Travancore, what's your initiative? I rolled a 15. Uh, Terrace managed to roll a natural 20 on her initiative, which is amazing because now her initiative is 20. Carlton, what's yours? Drink. 19. Dervina and Sarah are rolling a 13. Bernie. I got a 16. Okay, Jonathan. I got an eight. Leosian, how you doing? Leosian got a 19 because he is a dexterous, dexterous man. Uh, oh, and this is, this is Leia. She got a 14. Guys, this is, this is a fight and a half we have going on here. It Yay. is amazing. So one of these guys seems to be a big brute of a human. He's actually, uh, half his shirt is ripped off. He is wearing just blood-stained pants. He's got uh, a giant uh, great sword in his hand. And he is going to go after Leosian with it. And he is going to hit. And Leosian is, is just going to take a slash across the back that is going to hurt a lot. And you see him, like, stagger with it and then regain his balance. Terrace is going to uh, run up next to Leia and Jack and this other guy that's on the ground. And she is going to move into a defensive posture with them. Leosian is going to try to hit the guy that just hit him. 
him. Uh, but he is unfortunately going to fail. And you see him... He's not going to move, but you see his posture change and shift. And all of a sudden, he seems to be in a much more defensive posture. Carlton, it is your turn. What would you like to do? All right, so I'm going to draw to show you how I want to move, and then I'll delete it. Okay. So that way, I do not get attacks of opportunities, and I stay within five feet. So you're moving up to the big brute guy, and then there's there's three other humans, uh, all kind of in the, the black leather of the, the dragon cult. So I'm going to, I see this big guy, I'm not intimidated, but I want to show him that I'm the you know the bigger brute, and I start raging uh, okay. up on him. All right, and so Are you actually going attack. to rage, or are you just using that as a metaphor? <laughs> uh, unnatural 20. Uh, that hits. Uh, it will be an 11 after my rage bonus. What kind of damage do you do? Uh, it is uh, slashing. Okay. You slash into this guy. You actually get him across the back very clearly and cleanly because he is so focused on this spry elf that's been, uh, that they've been harrying. And it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you expected. I kind of figured he might be in the same class as me. <laughs> Bernie, it is your turn. I'm going to do a thing. Do something. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. All right. Where would you like to put it? I'm going to bring Chester the Destroyer back. Chester. I want to put it in that little hole in the middle. So the first thing I'm going to do with my Spiritual Weapon that is going to literally, I figure since these guys are cultists, it's going to take the form of a literal Bible. I'm going to literally Bible beat them. Okay. A bright white and blue book <laughs> appears. Is there like an embossed leather bee on the front? Like bumblebee? There is an embossed bee with a crown and a honeycomb. Yes. It appears between the the big bird of a guy, the three cultists, Leosian and Carlton. They are all lit up by the splendor of this spiritual book of a weapon. What would you like to do? I'm going to attack the one that Carlton just attacked first. Okay. So can I add my can I add my points of inspiration, my one d six inspiration to that? If you'd like to, now would be the time. You have to do it before she tells you if it fails or not. I'm just gonna do it. I want to add it, yeah, because I don't think that's gonna hit. But perhaps nice. an eighteen will hit. Eighteen definitely hits. Go ahead and roll <laughs> damage. Good call. It's eight damage. What kind of damage is that? Force damage. It's force damage. Perfect. All right. It is literal Jedi damage. Unlike the slash across the back that uh, Carlton gave, the this book upside the head seems to do a lot more damage. And anything else? I have a bonus action. Okay. And I'm going to, I have my bonus action, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within five feet of it. Yes. Can I move it to be in flanking with that one guy that Carlton's next to? You no, because I already can. hit him. I can't hit him again. What about down from Carlton? You can. Yes, let's do that. All right. Okay, let's try that again. Yay, advantage. Well, fuck. That's exactly what happened to me earlier. 13 does not hit this guy. Whatever, I'm still concentrating. It's fine. Travancore and Shadow is your turn. Okay, so Shadow's going to move up to uh, be flanking with the one that's uh, in front of Leosian. And then a good old multi-attack. Man, Travancore's not going to have much to do this this time around. But that's okay. In a way, Shadow doing something is like Travancore doing something. All right, since Shadow has advantage, will 19 hit? 19 does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Most definitely. Right, he does five damage. And then I got to roll the, the other one, the bite. That was the yep. claw. That was the claw. All right. The claw. Ugh, nine and <laughs> oh, 24 God. 24 hits all right roll some more damage eight excellent this guy takes a ton of damage from your bear and is now bleeding profusely as shadow just lays into him anything else travancore shouts out help us on the way to lion and jack all right or help us here rather it is the cultist's turn. One of them is going to continue to try to go after Leosian, but it seems like he's having a tough time doing it, and so he misses. Uh, one of them is... Actually, the other one is going to continue to go after Leosian. He's He is not going to notice, <laughs> and he is going to miss. 
Uh, the third one, Carlton, is coming after you. 16 versus your AC? 16 uh, does not hit. All right. Uh, so all three of them are going to fail miserably with their swords. Thoravine is now <laughs> going to step up. She is going to start to mutter under her breath, and lightning is going to course out at the uh, the guy that is between Shadow and Leosian. She is going to hit. So she is going to do... Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, her, her witch bolt is pretty awesome. Uh, this guy just goes up. 12s Yeah, witch bolt and Eldritch Blast are pretty incredible uh, at her level. So this guy just goes up in a, a pyre of blue energy that is just insane. And I kind of like, I kind of grab my axe. I kind of just give her a little, little clap. Jonathan, it is your turn. All right. So we have that guy and we have that guy. We have enough guys to wear... I think it is, once again, Flaming Sphere time! How many more of these do you have? That was the last one, because I used my pearl to recover a spell slot. Okay. Where would you like to put your Flaming Sphere? Okay, I'm going to run up to to in between Shadow and Leojin. Okay. And I'm going to try and whack that cultist. Go ahead. Whack. Ugh. Jesus! Uh, ten does not hit... 12. And a 12 does not hit. Uh, it wow. just kind of sheens, your staff sheens off his armor and does not do any damage. I have anything not else? rolled, I have not rolled anything other than single digits so far tonight. It's It's been really bad. Really, really, really anything bad. Anything else? No. All right. Liaya is going to try to sink an arrow into the big guy, uh, but she is going to miss. And it is the big guy's turn who is going to look at Carlton and gnash his teeth and uh, turn his giant longsword on you. Uh, he's going to get reckless on you. So okay. you are... Okay. Oh, I, shit. I know how that works. Because now I have an advantage against him without having to use my own reckless. Uh, does 24 hit? Oh, yeah, that'll fucking hit. All right. Has anybody else been hit? Have I missed any hits that I need to be heaving? This is my first hit for the evening. And you're about to take 11 slashing damage, which I know you're raging. Uh, But I'm resistant, so that'll be five, right? Because it's rounded down? Yep, rounded down. And he is just going to bloody grin at you. Terrace is going to keep protecting Liaya and Jack. Leosian is going to move into... uh, No, actually, he'll move into the fray. He is going to try to hit the berserker. You should hit the big guy. Yeah, he does have advantage on now. Oh, and he's Uh definitely going to hit. So he's going to smack him. So he actually face palms him with a fist. Ooh. So that's 12 bludgeoning damage, which is... He doesn't seem to take quite as much. And then he's going to spin around and try to kick this guy. And that's going to hit... Uh, that doesn't do nearly as much damage. He does uh, five bludgeoning damage with the back of his foot. And Carlton, it is back to your turn. All right, I'm going to keep going after the biggin. Okay, you now have advantage because he's he got yep, reckless 19 on 19 and crit fishing does not happen, so 19. 19 does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that'll be 10 after my rage bonus, so round it down to five. Yep. All right. And I, I look at I look at Le- Leo's and I go, hey, Leonard, I'm helping. Leosian seems so focused and his face is impassive that he doesn't respond to you. But you get the sense That's that he's okay. just, he's zen. He's hes in another point. Uh, Bernie, what would you like to do? I'm going to hit the one that I'm in flanking with, with Carlton. Okay. I'm going to try okay. again on this shit. Sure. Mm. Yes. 23 definitely Finally, hits. Bitches. Go ahead and roll damage. And this asshole is going to take 15 points of damage. Wow. What, what? Very nice. He goes from hardly being hurt to now it's staggered and really injured. Um, anything else? I First, I want to wave at him and I go, the power of Christ compels you. And then you I want- Queen Bay? <laughs> no, that's, that's, I, we're going with the straight up reference. Um, and then I want to move the sword around since so in flanking with the berserker because I have twenty feet of movement. So whatever will get me there. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit, or not the sword. It's not a sword. It's a spectral weapon. It's a Bible. It's a giant it's the book. The Tome of Queen Bay. The Book of Bay. All right. 
So 23 is going to hit, but let's just see if we can get a crit. No, but we're still going to hit it. He's going to sip on that lemonade. Jesus. 14. Nice. All right. He he takes the brunt of it. And he seems to, unlike the the strikes that he's taking from Leosian and the slashes that he's taking from Carlton, he seems to take the full front of the force of this book. It just smacks into him and lights him up and he is hurt. Anything else? No, that's everything. Okay. Travancourt, it's your turn. Okay. So Shadow sees a pretty obvious opening where he can get two guys into flanking with uh, Traven- uh, with uh, Jonathan and, and Carlton, respectively. So he's going to move into that one spot where those two guys are. Go for it. And he, which of these guys looks like uh, more worse for wear? But the one that Bernie just attacked. The one, yeah, the one that was that you're now in flanking with Carlton was hurt very badly by the Bay Book. Okay. Well, it seems to me that uh, maybe it makes sense to sort of uh, back up uh, Jonathan real quick, just to make sure that he's uh, he's safe, so we can fo- focus fire on the big bad. So he's going to go after the one that sees him flanking with uh, with the magic muscular one. Okay. And so we're going to roll our bite first and advantage. So 14 and 22. 22 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Five damage for the bite. And now okay. we'll do the claw. 10 and, ah, thank God, 23. 23 hits. Go ahead and roll more damage. All right. You got it. Ocho. He is now also looking super hurt and is just slashed and bit to pieces. Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, Travancore smiley says to himself, I miss my arrows and my turn ins. <laughs> okay. It is at this point that you all hear an ominous noise from behind you. You hear, and flying above you, roaring in an earth shaking sound, you see a giant figure blot out what's left of the sun as it is started to set for the evening in a, a massive shadow just comes over you as a blue dragon in its full adult glory glides over screaming in an incoherent call of terror and rage. And I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. I got Got stuff on that. I got that rock. Are we still within our minute for inspiration? Yes. Okay, I just used it. Okay. Okay, so, Bernie, what did you get? A 15. Jonathan. 12. Travancore and Shadow. 15. Carlton. Uh, With the inspiration, 14. Okay. As this dragon soars overhead, the roar shakes you to your core. All of you are frightened uh, at the moment for one minute. And this dragon soars over you screaming, cuts back, and then lands on the house that is across the street from the running king. It's gigantic claws gripping the roof, and the roof goes (laughs) under its weight. Its wings spread out, in this fearsome display, still large enough to cast you in its shadow. For the next minute, you guys are frightened, uh, which officially means uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of the fear is within sight, which is obviously this dragon. You cannot willingly move towards the source of the fear. It screams at you, and then under its breath, it says something in Draconic. Who speaks Draconic? I do. Travancore and Jonathan, uh, very clearly, even though the dragon says this under its breath, it is so large and so close. It's only about, at this point, 40 to 50 feet away, up on the top of this roof above you. Under its breath, it says, well, if that doesn't do it, then I don't know what will. It is the cultist's turn. This one is going to go after Leosian, and he's going to fail. This other one is going to go after Jonathan. Does a 16 hit you, Jonathan? It does. He seems to be preoccupied, but still manages to slash you for four damage. Ow. Thorvine, behind you, screams out in a a frantic voice that you've never heard from her before. And she yells, everybody, back to the tavern! And she turns and starts to run back to the tavern. 
back to the running king. But we can't. And, and on, on Sarah is going to follow her. Jonathan, it is your turn. All right. I am going to... I'm going to try and uh, magic missile this guy. Okay. Since attacking doesn't seem like it would be a good idea. Well, the magic missile just... Automatic damage. All right, so that's going to be 13 damage. Awesome. You hold forth your hand with your staff and just peg this guy in the face with three magic missiles, and he drops like a sack of potatoes. And then I say, retreat! And and, uh, as I'm retreating, I'm like, dragon, we should talk later. I think we can help each other in Draconic. Okay. What's your movement? What's your speed? Uh, 30. So six squares. Okay. We'll just go to there. It is Leia and Jack's turn and Terrace, the three of them, Leia, Jack, and this other gentleman who's been standing there, take a moment and gather Jack up and are going to start running back for uh, the running king. The berserker, he don't give no shits and is going to continue to attack Carlton. And he is still reckless, so uh, I'm assuming a 20 hits you, not natural. A 20 will hit me. Okay. Oof. He, you're going to take uh, 15 slashing damage. So, 7. Yep. Leosian is giving this dragon a look, but seems unwilling to leave Carlton by himself and so is actually he's going to turn his attention on the other guy um and he's going to attack him so the dragon if the top of the board is north the dragon's north of us yes okay basically uh but he's up on top of the house that you guys are fighting in front of okay i just for just so i know which way because i can't move towards him so which way i can move about uh leogen is going to fail miserably uh carlton it's your turn uh, I'm in a rage, and I'm hand-in-hand uh, hand with the Berserker here, so I'm just going to keep going at it. Okay. All right, 26 and crit fishing, 12. So 26. That hits. Roll damage. Fucking A, 11. I cannot roll for shit <laughs> on my damage die tonight. Fortunately, that was all you needed. Your axe comes yes! around in a frenzy of both partially rage, and then just in the back of your mind, this fear about this this massive worm lording over you and you slash this guy right across his throat and he drops dead yeah well i guess i could run but then he'd have attack of opportunity do we want to try to negotiate with the dragon or do we want to hightail it i'm probably gonna yell at him as i run away i guess i'll uh, try to run my 30 feet south uh and hopefully the attack of opportunity won't hit okay 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He is going to try. That's a 25. That's probably going to catch you as you run. It's going to catch me as I run. Uh, but once again, his his scimitar is shaky and he only does four slashing damage. All right. So that I'm still raging. So that'll be two. Okay. Bernie. Okay. I'm probably at the end of my concentration. So I'm going to bring Chester around one last time to hit this guy in the flanking okay. position to negate the disadvantage. Okay. Does a 21 hit? 21 definitely hits. Roll damage. Yes. Does 11 do enough to kill him? You smack this guy upside the head. His head spins around and his body falls to the, the dirt in the the street dead. All right. I say, boy, bye. And I turn around and I run into the Running King Brewery. Okay. So at this point, all of the guys on the board are dead. The dragon is going to climb down the house like a like watching a gecko scale down a wall, except he just claws tearing into the side of this house, which is practically destroyed by the time it crashes down onto the ground and it roars at you. And I need all of you, all of you to make a constitution saving throw. I'm good oh, at these. I have the advantage here. I have a question before we keep before. So remember when you got chocolate at Easter and we all got a point of inspiration? Yes. I still have that point of inspiration. Can I use it to reroll? Yes. The one from Soria, at this point, this would be the last chance you have to use it before the minute is up. Oh, I'm going to use the one from Soria. I'm using it just to be safe. Hers only lasts for a minute. The one that I gave you stays until you use it, but you only get one at a time from me. Okay, 
Carlton? Uh, my constitution saving throw was a 19. Travancore? 21 after that bonus. Jonathan? 23 after that bonus. Oh, uh, and Travancore, what was Shadow? Oh, shit, Shadow. <laughs> All right, he does not get a bonus. Natural 20, nothing needs it. Oh, nice. And then Bernie? I got an eight. Okay. You all start to book it towards the the running king. Soria has opened the doors and is, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Liaya and Jack uh, make it in with the help of, of Terrace. Leosian and Shadow are swiftly catching up to you guys. Dorvin has run inside and has pushed what looks like a crowd of people away from the doors who are all now backing up as they see this dragon come down. You all are just running. Bernie, in your hate in your fear, in your terror, you trip and fall into the dirt. I need you uh, to make a dexterity saving throw as this dragon now doosh, 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 oh. is coming towards you. And I need you, I need dexterity right now. This is going to be so, at uh, 13. Okay. One to one. You fall down, but you manage to kind of tuck and roll, and it's it's very awkward and ungainly, but you manage to stand back up, and I need uh, one more constitution saving throw. Everybody else has now run into the building, and are, are wa- they're waving you, waving oh, you Bernie. in. Bernie, what'd you roll? I got a one. Okay. You see your friends in front of you, but behind you, the ground is shaking, and against your better instincts, you look behind you, and the gaping maw of this powerful worm is there, and it roars into your face and brings up a claw. Can I run to try to intercept? Yeah, I want to run back to try and grab her. Yeah. Can I be her body shield? You guys don't have enough time to move. You've got... One reaction right now. What do you want to do? I have enough time to shoot an arrow, right? Travancore, go ahead and roll an attack. 18. <laughs> that doesn't hit. But in that moment that the arrow pings off its natural armor, the dragon, its claw still raised, stops looking at Bernie and looks into the house and kind of cocks its head almost in a confused manner. Bernie, make a constitution saving throw. Y'all. Here we go. I got a four. You scramble back on all fours, but you just, your limbs are so shaken that there's really nothing you can do. Um, His claw comes down and does an 18 hit? Yes. Okay. You take 14 points of slashing damage as his claw rakes into your flesh, ripping through your armor. The pain spurns you and you manage to stand up and back away again as it just stares back into your face. Make another constitution saving throw. Oh god, I got a 15. <laughs> this time, the the pain in your side, the glare of this beast's, the adrenaline uh, manages to push through your fear and you book into the tavern. As you run through the doors, finally joining up with your friends, Soria slams the big wooden door behind you with this heavy thunk as the dragon once again roars and you feel the whole tavern shudder. Now that you're all inside, you can see that there are dozens of other people in here. All of them are frightened and huddled together and shaking. Some people are crying in the back. Dorveen, even her red skin looks pale as this this dragon outside continues to roar. And then a moment passes. And then you hear thunk, 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 thunk. And silence. And another moment passes. Guys, are we dead? Is the Ruddy King heaven? Because I think we should all be dead. All of you shut up! Everybody shut up! Dorveen moves her way to one of the windows that has been shuttered. And cracks it open just a touch and looks out. And then quickly closes it again and says, I think, I think it is gone. I think, well, I think for the moment we are safe. I say, I go up and I, and I like, Dorveen, that wooden door wouldn't stop it. It wanted us alive. It didn't want us to slaughter us all. It could have. What the? F- 
It's I don't know. I would what like the hell is going on? Point of order. I would like to agree to disagree on slaughtering us. But there's no it that door is made of wood and that thing is made of dragon. It should have just this busted whole through thing with is made of shit. All. This whole this whole encounter is made of absolute shit and I don't know what is going on. All I know is that Okay, that's a little insulting. It's it's the truth and you know it, little fun. You are very well aware of what has been going on in this town. It has been hours. This dragon could have decimated us all, but for whatever reason, it has decided to lord over us like the beast that it is, toying with us like cats and mice. And if if I was any stronger, if where have you been? And she collapses to her knees. And for the first time, you notice that she's got these horrible claw marks down one side and the blood is starting to seep through her armor and she's holding onto her staff with with what you can now see is a shaky hand uh and sarah goes up to her and is looking very concerned i go over and i and i take my own staff and i and i kneel down and i i put my hand on her shoulder and i'm like we're alive we're we're alive and hurt but we are alive and that's really all we can ask for right now and i'm sorry i we had to leave but we're we're here now and that's what's important and she takes a moment you can see that this is since you've knelt down next to her you can see that there's a little bit of embarrassment on her face she doesn't enjoy the fact that she in front of everyone that she's had this breakdown and she takes a shaky breath and she nods and she pulls herself together and she says you're right as long as we are alive, we have a chance of getting revenge on that horrible creature. And we have an opportunity to end this. Yes. What if I told you that we know who's controlling the dragon? I would say that I would like to pull his heart out with my tail. Multiple hearts. May- you may hearts. get that chance. I think now that we know that you're safe, because somebody distracted us from going after the source of the dragon, because he's a, f- a lovesick kid... Now that we know that you're okay, I think our next order of business has to be taking down those two idiots. Uh, Thorvine, question. Did you shut her up the seeker entrance out of your cellar? She's stood up at this point. She kind of has listened to Travancore's wor- words and nodded. She says to you, No, of course not. That is, that is what I was hoping to take all of these people. Is what we were hoping to do to this tavern is not secure. We have been attacked multiple times. There is only so we much have more- an entrance into- a secret entrance into the keep. Let's get these people to safety. Yes, I agree. And Leosian steps forward at this point and says, if we have any way of getting all of these innocents into the keep, that is the only fortified place left in Greenest. And while the dragon seems to be toying us, the cultists are not. I'm going to go with her and try to get these people back to the keep. What- what are you going to do? I want to talk to a dragon. Yeah, let's let's see if we can go. Uh, let's see if we can go parlay with this thing. I just I just want to throw this out here. I've got like a chart. There is currently one of us who is in condition to parlay with anything. So maybe maybe we take a nap, and by nap I mean long rest. So we take these people back to the uh, back to the keep, and then tomorrow we go parlay with the dragon. <laughs> How much time do you think you have? We're dealing with a dragon here, and I would imagine my knowledge about dragons and like their like, favorite enemy would tell me how successful would I be in like in terms of being able to convince this guy when he's under someone else's control, or even if the control's fading. You have a lot of knowledge of dragons. You think you would have a good shot at f- with any normal blue dragon. You know what their general wants and desires are. You're still not sure what or how this dragon is being coerced and controlled. So while you think under normal circumstances, there's bartering possibilities, blues in general, one of the things that they desire among, you know, most chromatics, they want to possess things. Blues actually also enjoy having people, vassals. They they show their power and wealth in a display of 
those that are subservient to them, that prey to them, that are vassals to them, that are servants to them. So you think you would have a chance to talk with this thing under normal circumstances, but you're not sure these are normal circumstances. You also know, all of you kind of know this, uh, this town has now been under attack for several hours. The chances of taking a long rest and having the attack still be going on are fairly slim. Uh, most assaults of this size, especially once they've breached the gates and have uh, made it into the town, after several hours, the town is either destroyed or the attack is over. So you're fairly certain that if even if you were to find a place that you think you could take a, an extended rest, a long rest, by the time you woke up, everybody would either be dead or everybody would either be gone. That being said, we had to go through a boss fight in the mine and then an entire attack on the town. So we either yep. have to... So I, I our, our choices suck, apparently. Yes. I have one, I have one more big spell and a couple of little spells left and then that's it and none too I have many one hit rage points left either and 30 hit points left but i do have some hit dice so i can definitely spend our short rest getting the people back to roll up my health a little bit what we don't have is any more time for this evening so we will <laughs> come back to this next week where you're now for the moment at least safe enough in the running king that you can take a short rest you can talk with some people and you can make a decision on what you're going to do next Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks or at our host podcast at Glibshark or www.glibshark.com. And see you next encounter. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.